Welcome to episode three called Time Management, featuring guest college freshman Arjun Marwaha. Welcome back, listeners, and we are ready to talk about time management. Yeah, and this is our third episode, and we're just excited to begin because the last two were amazing, and I feel like we had so much fun. So, like right. I said. Yeah, so today we're really just going to be talking about why time management matters for high school students and how everyone can stay productive even during quarantine and online learning. Yeah, not just online learning. Uh, learning. Time management isn't just limited to that. It's uh, very important as a whole, and I think... All education in the future, the past, time management was just an important factor in general. Exactly. It's really just a way for you to structure your schedule around, you know, what what are your priorities in the day? You know, am I spending enough time doing studying? Am I spending enough time, you know, uh, with friends? And it's a good way for you to organize and um, stay on stay on track during school. Yeah, it's very vital. Let's just put it that way. Exactly. Okay, so the special part about this podcast is we'll be featuring Arjun Marwaha. And he'll be here for the whole podcast, which is very important because he'll be giving us some tips and tricks that he used along his journey in high school. So uh, without further ado, we have Arjun Marwaha, who is a rising college freshman uh, at the University of Pennsylvania. Hello, everyone. Hi, Arjun. Hope you're doing well. Doing good. I'm doing good. All right. So before we begin, we're just going to talk about some of your accolades, which is uh, very impressing. So first of all, let's kind of talk about the book that you authored. Can you tell us a little about that book? Yeah, absolutely. So my book, um, I authored it uh, as a kind of a culmination of a lot of research on climate change, uh, learning about how does climate change occur? How can we learn? How can the uh, young generation learn about climate change? How can they adapt to it? Um, what are some techniques they can use and pass along this information to others who, remain, who may not be as aware? Uh, and so I really wanted to push that message out to people, and I hope it reaches some people. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah, very inspiring. And it, it takes a lot of effort to write a book. People think it's just as easy as just writing words and pages, and it's a lot of thought and effort that goes into it. Right. And let's move exactly. on. I mean, another right. impressive factor about you is your uh, AP classes that you've taken, 14 AP college-level classes. I mean, practically, that's like being in college before you've even got to college. Dude. That's a great point you make, Millen. No, yeah, it's uh, it was a quite a wild ride, kind of building up momentum each year. I mean, it's crazy to look back and really think about it. Uh, I feel very prepared for college, and I hope that you guys can, uh, those listening, can maybe take advantage of some of those harder classes and try to push yourself and um, your limits. Yeah, and the icing on the cake was really that after all of those classes, you became the valedictorian of your high school, which was, you know, 150 to 200 students. I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, honestly, if there isn't a better person for time management, how he's managed the book, AP classes, and being the best student out of all the other, other, other students, it's just incredible. So that's why we felt it's a must to bring him on the show. Yeah, I appreciate that, guys. Thank you. So enough about your accolades, although they're very important. We want to talk about you as a person, because you're more than just books and and assignments and completions and stuff like that yeah so kind of just tell us maybe what are your hobbies your passions and uh, of course what you like to do for fun exactly uh yeah so again my name's arjun i'm i've just turned 18 and i'm i'm really interested in um some sports outside like hanging out with friends so I'm, i like to play soccer uh i'm interested in pl- um, playing chess here and there uh, as a new pickup hobby uh, especially during quarantine uh, i've been interested in reading books a lot um i think one huge thing for me though is uh, hanging out with friends, um, especially pre-quarantine, and trying to make sure I can balance my academic life with a healthy social life. Uh, and, and so I think that really comes with just 
knowing what, who to talk to and finding people who match your interests. Um, for instance, I, I just enjoy eating out with my friends. Um, mm-hmm. just, just a lot of being able to just stretch out of your normal boundary of you know, being confined at home or confined at school, kind of breaking that. Well, yeah, basically, you're prepared for the real world because a lot of those things, such as, like, going out and eating with your friends and and ha- also having to manage your um, education and school, and in the real world, it would be your job and your work. Um, that's important. So I feel like you're very well prepared, and you're going to continue to learn throughout college, too, for the rest of your life. Thank you. Um, I also want to touch on one more thing really quick. Uh, I think, again, something I really want to mention is health, both in the mental and the physical sense. Yep. Uh, I made sure to uh, kind of get some exercise in um, and make sure to continue running every day and trying to just, um, you know, sustain a nice cardio exercise pattern and pathway. Especially right during quarantine. I know Absolutely. a lot of students got a little more lazy when it came. I know, obviously, it's this idea that, hey, look, I'm out of school, even though I'm still learning online. And students maybe get a little more lackadaisical about their scheduling. I mean, they're not really focusing on schedules. Maybe they're messing around, spending too much time on, like, entertainment. So what's kind of your your two-bit and your advice for those students that need to reformulate and make a better schedule? Um, well, yeah, I think it comes down to what are your long-term goals? What are you trying to uh, get out of col- uh, high school, first of all? Uh, are you looking to become go to college, which I imagine the majority of people listening to this podcast intend to do? Uh, and, if, and if that's the case, you need to make sure you set your education first. I mean, that should be your top priority. And what that means is you put away your, uh, your entertainment, you shut it off, and you remember that that's not going to get you anywhere, you know, except for some time strain, uh, eye strain, uh, and, you know, and some just, you know, you got a little bit of pleasure, but you're not getting anything out of it. And so, yeah, exactly. We know education is the number one. I mean, that's why we do have a podcast about education itself. Um, but I think that what the important point you made was you won't achieve anything without the education. But do you feel that maybe sometimes without the enter- entertainment as a whole, like completely taking it away would affect your education? Because essentially it's something that we've discussed a lot is um, your mental health. And I feel that having a bad mental health um, or just a bad attitude um, when you're working, it will just affect the way you work and your overall results. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely believe in that um, and the necessity of entertainment interspersed with a lot of productive periods. I actually read a really famous book um, or like heard a Blinkist about it, which I recommend. Um, it's called The Pomodoro Technique. It was released in the 1980s. Uh, and it's about a guy who um, came up with a strategy of how to manage his or her time uh, effectively as a student or as in, in a job setting. And what it was, you take 20 to 25 minute intense focus uh, periods to work on just to grind to really work on whatever you're doing mm-hmm. uh, bo- work on a task and then intersperse it with five to ten minutes of just doing something to get your mind off it yeah. and so that was something that really resonated with me as I went through my high school journey and I've been trying to impart that on um, you know some of my other family members who are I could uh, my younger family members I was trying to teach um, just the importance of learning to just take a you know take a five to ten minute break after working for 30 minutes nonstop. Yeah, essentially, it's all about that balance, right? That's something we want to achieve in high school. And having a good balance will essentially make your education side of things a lot more efficient. Right. So kind of moving on to uh, proactivity and productivity, right? So just some questions for you. Uh, How are you keeping yourself, you know, focused and on topic for school? Like, uh, at least how did you do that uh, when you were 
you know, a freshman, a sophomore, a junior. Right. So I think what it really comes down to is, are you interested in what's being taught? And exactly. I think I think one thing that a lot of students struggle with is they don't find something that's interesting to them. You know, they read the textbook and they listen to boring lectures and they just don't feel engaged in it. Yeah. And so something I was able to do for some of those classes, for instance, for me, it was history. Uh, I really just wanted to sit down and watch some documentaries, okay, or watch or learn about it outside of the class, maybe some other history lesson, or maybe I could learn how those lessons might have been important. And maybe I could try to see, okay, here's the value in this history lesson or you yeah. know, something like that. And I think it comes down to trying to uh, break out of what your teacher and what the school is recommending for you to do. Uh, in addition, try to find some supplemental materials that will just further your own love for the learning and the subject matter that will push you beyond anything you've ever experienced before. Yeah, if it's not captivating, then why would you want to take part in it, right? And it's just like life. I think the number one tip you ask adults, hey, um, should I do this job or should I do this pathway? Well, do something that you love. It's exactly. something, that's a phrase that you hear so yeah. often. Right. And I think that... Couldn't be more true. Yeah, exactly. do something you love. And the same applies with school, guys. Like, do a class that you love. Do a do a pathway that you love. Do college classes that you love. And at right. the end of the day, you're only just bettering yourself in your own education. And I think you explored that through climate change, right? It's yeah. kind of something uh, that you found that you loved. Exactly. So I was always... For, for me, right? So I was always interested in chemistry and just um, the kind of the molecules and learning about how they all kind of played out in the real world. Um, chemistry is a physical science, so you get to learn about how those molecules play out in every single thing you see. You open your eyes and you see chemicals all around you. They're invisible to the uh, naked eye, the human eye, but um, I, I've just found it fascinating how we can see it in climate, which affects everyone in the world who lives on Earth, planet Earth every single day and will always do that uh, for the you know coming uh, centuries or so. Uh, you know, supposing that we don't uh, have an issue with that uh, climate change, of course. Right. Uh, and so that was something for me that I found interesting, connecting it from a school event to my own kind of individual passion to fight. Well, yeah, another example of something that you found so interesting, and not only was it interesting to you, but it also served a purpose for other people in the environment, right? Absolutely. Sometimes it doesn't seem like you're making the biggest change in the world, but you're definitely making the right steps in order yeah. to achieve a lot of change in the world and a lot of positive change. So sure. we're very proud of you for that. Yeah, so on that note, uh, as we've talked about a lot of your positive aspects and the ways that you have managed your time in high school, let's go ahead and go into some of the challenges and problems you faced in high school uh, when it came to time management. And, you know, what were those challenges and how did you overcome them? Look, so I think like most people here, we've always wanted to cheat on a test or an assignment. Um, And so I'm just going to be real. Um, You know, things happen and I'm not proud of them, but I can look back on them and say, how much I've learned and grown from that experience. Uh, You know, in my junior year, I was swamped with work. I was uh, kind of uh, managing uh, some uh, post-author activities such as media. I was able to get a few interviews for my book Uh, and and a lot of other extracurricular activities, including decathlon that I'm part of, uh, my school newspaper, on top of a very difficult uh, five AP course load. Um, And so one of my AP classes was comp sci, um, and so I found the easy way out, unfortunately, uh, in hindsight, it's sad to say, um, but I, um, I, my friend who had taken the class the previous year had um, had some of the answers to some projects, and I had requested that, and I, I kind of came up with half the solutions, I used some of his, and I was eventually uh, caught, and so that was a very bad experience to be part of. Uh, I really, I learned a lot about how lame it is to be someone who doesn't learn, but rather um, is just paying money to cheat. And 
that that was just like a wake up call. Like, what am I really doing? I've I've been doing well for the past two and a half years. Has it really come down to this? Like, uh, mm-hmm. this is just the beginning of my life. Uh, I don't want to seem like, um, or I don't want to have such a huge slip up or such a kind of decline in my ability. And so that was a wake up to me. And I think for a lot of you guys out there who are listening, I think it's important to realize you guys have all had slip ups up until now. And have you guys grown from them? And um, can you please like, you know, at this moment, you guys can come up with maybe one of your issues or one of your slip ups in the past and you can reflect you know, have you really grown from that experience and what were the lessons you can now take away and what are you doing now that sets yourself apart from your that version of yourself? And guys, that's not just limited to education. That's life. That's uh, fitness. That's mental health. That's everything, right? Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, that's how you conduct your life and that's how you, that's how you're going to lead, you know, your future. Well, yeah, I mean, cheating, for example, very specific, but cheating, especially in school, right. you're only cheating yourself because the school doesn't care. They're still getting paid, right? The only person you're cheating is yourself. And I think that's something that we need to stress a lot. Um, so yeah, let's move on to online learning, which is our whole idea of this podcast. And I think that now that we've gotten your tips and tricks on just learning in general, let's move on to your experience in online learning, because also a very big factor of, uh, the recent couple months. Yeah. So, uh, of course it's, you know, in my opinion, I think time management has been practically the same, uh, except without the social life and the commute to school and being in that physical school environment. So, um, of course, you were a college senior, second semester. You were already, you know, admitted to one of your top schools. So maybe, you know, time management was a little different for you. But we kind of want to know your advice for kids uh, in high school. How about this? Um, can you just give us your average daily schedule? Like what you do, your times, and what you would do every day? Because it's just interesting for kids out there just to listen in on what someone sure. so successful is doing every day. Sure. Right. First of all, don't call me too successful. I'm just like one of you guys. I've worked oh, yeah. <laughs> like, please, no. <laughs> Mr. Um, Humble. <laughs> um, and is this uh, online you guys are referring to? Yeah, yes, online, online learning. During okay. online learning, what was your average daily schedule right um truly so um like most of you guys uh out there again um my online schedule was fairly um much more simple i felt um than what it was to be in school and it felt a lot more distant truly for me um i would wake up around um you know seven fifty-five just to make that 8 a.m class uh, I, I gave myself a few minutes uh, <laughs> before minutes kind of be prepare exact. myself mentally i got in the class and uh, I made sure just to be part of the class, engage, um, you know, join the Zoom calls, whatever that had to be done. Uh, and then I kind of continued that pattern until around uh, two. I found some times to take really important snack breaks and grab the breakfast um, in between, you know, mute, turn off the video, do all that jazz. But make sure you don't miss out on any crucial elements of the class. Um, you know, be sparing um, with the amount of time you look away from your screen because that's all you really get uh, in this new medium. So I think um, just be, be ready to make sure that you're always looking at your screen and you guys are really intaking what the professor is saying, because every few seconds you're looking away, someone else is gaining the material and you don't want to fall behind and no one wants to be that person behind, especially this is so much harder. You can't simply ask for help. Um, uh, especially one-on-one walking into a classroom. And so, uh, and so I think, so up until 2 PM, I would just of course, um, finish up all my classes uh, and make sure I was always part of them, engaging, answering questions. I wanted to be still part of that environment uh, and not lose that completely. And so uh, I'm sure many of you guys can relate on the, on, the, on the podcast. Yeah, something important that we actually didn't touch on was a calendar and having an overall calendar, not just for the specific week or a month, but just a, a, a life calendar, maybe a year calendar, mm-hmm. what you wanted to achieve. And 
Um, especially during online learning, more specifically, um, do you feel that like creating a calendar, creating a schedule was a lot easier considering there's less factors you have to worry about? Sure. I, th- I think what's really easy is that everything, of course, is accessible by your phone or your computer, your tablet. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're just one click of a button and you're in a class instead of walking all the hustle, talking with your friends, getting in distractions. Uh, of course, it's really easy to just uh, you know pop open another tab and get involved in a game or like try to distract yourself when you're in a Zoom call. And I think that's one of the hardest distractions. We have this fight as a society that's trying to learn at the same time. Yeah. Uh, it- it's a really big difficulty that we need to have the self-control and just... Um, be able to really narrow in on a certain class and just take the lessons and try not to completely divert our attention because social media is our number one distraction mm-hmm. and education on social media uh, education on a digital platform is only going to be more challenging um, yeah. and you know confronting those challenges well social media was already a problem before quarantine and now exactly. that we're just using everything all online it's easy just to see a notification and I get a pop-up ad, and it's just easy just to click onto that game or Instagram and message. And you click away from the class, exactly. Yeah. And right. So. so since there are these challenges that you face at home in an online learning environment, would you say that you manage your time better or worse for online learning? Um, I must say that it, it does become a little more tough, uh, at, you know, being part of um, an online, uh, online learning atmosphere. Uh, I think there's a great potential um, you know, we've had many um, months now to kind of experience how our days have went, how certain days we've been feeling that we've been kind of unproductive and we've kind of just jumped to class to class and we haven't really gotten, you know, all of our personal goals fit into our schedule. And I think each day it's an improvement to learn about, okay, what did I miss? How can I better structure my day so I can hit all of my personal and academic goals? Uh, and, and so I think it's it's really interesting to see how um, we're able to kind of learn about that and just um, be able to amplify how much better our schedules can become if we pay attention to how our previous day went. Okay, on the topic of obviously online versus in-person, something we ask all our guests that come on our show, um, obviously online learning has is going to have a great effect on the future of education. So what do you think of um, online learning having an effect of the future of education? education sorry um like do you think it will have a larger effect now that we've seen how the platforms work when we're online or do you think that we'll continue to school as regular and we'll kind of forget about this okay uh i I think overall we may move as a society towards more digital platforms like for instance there's telemedicine um you know jumping from uh you know seeing a patient uh and now that's even become online and and so i think in learning um and in terms of education uh, online learning is still possible. Uh, we're getting there as a society as to where we need to go. Uh, I think I do see a gradual shift towards that medium um, as this, this traditional education system has been set up for, you know, hundreds of, you know, maybe 500 years. And I think it's time now we realize, you know, the invention of technology just 20 years ago, how can we incorporate that better? This is such a timely podcast and just kind of idea to learn about how can we manipulate and combine these two important fields, you know, education and technology, into a great space for learning? And, and I think um, we're getting towards that. As well, society. yeah, I mean, technology is increasing things like science and health, and it's only a matter of time before it increases education levels, right? Exactly, exactly. Okay, so Ari's going to tell us about the next topic we'll move on to. 
Right. So the final segment for today's podcast is college, right? I mean, freshmen, sophomores, and juniors uh, are all going towards college applications eventually, right? And there's a lot of things that come into applying to college. I mean, you have community work during uh, COVID, you have ACT and SAT prep to do, and for juniors, you have to write college essays this summer. And of course, we have to manage these larger goals as a whole. So let's kind of just start with the community service. So Arjun, what do you think uh, you know, students are going to have to do during quarantine to uh, really you know, stay ahead of the game and uh, you know, use their time for internships and community yeah, service? Or just, I think, in quarantine, you have to make up for that because you can't do an right. in-person, uh, mm-hmm. you can't do an in-person uh, internship. You can't do community service in person like beach cleanups and donations and fundraisers, things like that. So what do you suggest we could do online um, to show our, our works for the community? Yeah, I think that's a great question, Um, and I think it's going to be a great challenge because being part of a community, uh, yeah, so I I think, you know, of course, one one more thing would have to be just kind of engaging with your fellow peers, and however that may be, um, uh, you know, because we are a community through a digital platform now, and so I think a podcast could be one solution, for instance. Um, uh, Another solution to be, uh, you know, of service to a community um, would be allowing people of all walks of life get to share their experiences on the, you know, the quarantine, on the pandemic, on its consequences. Uh, and so I think as this podcast, for instance, just to take it as an example, develops and evolves, I think you guys can definitely, um, you know, reach out to so many other different um, people, uh, socioeconomic-wise, um, you know, racially. You know, there's a whole stretch of people out there that are, you know, fighting the same exact issues we are. And uh, I must admit that I'm a little more privileged to be able to speak on this matter, to have access to, inter- you know, technology in such, a, um, in such a way. And I think it'll be just of a pleasure to learn about experiences from people who are not as privileged uh, and just to see what they're going through. Uh, it's so much, it, there, there's a lot of value there. Right. So the main idea is just helping others in the community through, you know, service-based projects, whether it be online, like you were saying, podcasts, YouTube, whatever you can to reach out, right? So, yeah. So what I'm saying is giving those people at least a voice. I think that's where it starts. You can be of service to a community by getting those disadvantaged members at least be on the same pedestal at the same fighting level as you are. Exactly. And you can start to make change in those communities. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I think within the realm of uh, college and the prep for college, I think the spectrum of college and the certain parts of college you're applying to a college, you have your community, you have your um, standardized testing like ACT and SAT, you have your college essays. And um, I think that they're all important factors, but something that's very important and just also, um, which is very recent too, like the news, ACT and SAT prep has now been considered optional. Like, what do you think of that? And I know it's a very important factor to college applications. Um, I think it's a, it's a really interesting idea. I don't know how the impl- implementation personally will work. Um, look, like, um, I, I have read some, you know, I've uh, read some uh, books and uh, learned some things about how the SAT and ACT, of course, uh, does have a positive correlation with family income. And so I think there is some ideas and um, equality there. But from an overall standpoint, we have to understand that this is the only real um, kind of categorical based way of, um, you know, of explaining, uh, of, uh, you know, categorizing students based on their education level. 
and um, in, especially in, uh, in combination with their GPA. And so we'll have to, I, I'm really not sure about this. I'm more on the fence. Yeah, and with time management, right, connecting this ACT and SAT prep back to time management, how can students from home really manage their time uh, in preparing for SAT and ACT? I mean, will it involve taking practice tests on their own time? And will they do online tutoring with, uh, you know, ACT or SAT prep tutors or stuff like that? Well, yeah, it ties into time management because it takes a lot of a lot of time to to prep for these type of things and exactly. students making having the ability to make the active decision of not taking and taking the standardized testing will help their what, mental health social life and also just their academic gpa in general sure um one thing i want to point out again of course um practice tests are essential for any act and sat test um, a lot of you guys may be rising juniors or younger than that this is important advice uh, I was able to take the ACT and I was lucky enough to score very high on my first attempt. And that came with a lot of practice tests and practice test, practice test, practice test. And, uh, you know, if you don't have an official test available in front of you, um, there are many free online guides you guys can find Google Drive, Reddit. You know, you can scour the Internet and find whatever you need to find. Uh, you know, it's there. You need to look for it a little harder than other people. And that's how you'll get a better score. And so this, this is just some advice I wanted to put out there for you guys. Yeah, so let's talk about our final thing for today, which is, you know, we have some, maybe some rising seniors uh, or even rising juniors on this podcast uh, listening in who are going to be writing their college essays very soon. And we want to ask you, uh, Milan and I, how, are you ma- how did you manage your writing uh, of essays remotely, right? Because I know you did it remotely from home. Uh, and, you know, what, what's that experience like? Uh, and, you know, things like that. Uh, yeah, um, I think that's a, this is definitely the hardest process of um, this whole quarantine experience, uh, though I don't think it has changed much. Um, I, I think, of course, it's going to be, you know, sitting at home, working on those essays. Uh, what it will be tough for, especially the sophomores and juniors who have a summer in pr- ahead of them, and now all those plans have been thwarted, uh, and especially some of them with plans of using those as uh, potential uh, focuses on their essays, that's kind of been kind of squashed and it's kind of been maneuvered and twisted in all sorts of ways. And so uh, I think it's very difficult to kind of realize that. Uh, and, and so I think, you know, the college writing will be very important. You, you have had three months to really introspect yourself. Um, but I think the summers have been lost and I think it's really difficult. I know people are compensating. I'm fortunate enough to have not been part of the summer loss, but um I really wish the best of luck to people, and I know they're finding their way right now as they're listening. Yeah, it's not just solely the essay itself, but it's the content within the essay, right? Especially if you're a sophomore, junior, freshman. Um, you know, you'll need to be able to create content um, during online learning because you can't just say, oh, I just sat at home and did nothing. Like for us, we would have to write that we would create a podcast right, right. out of our own interest. Yeah, and exactly. Right? And colleges are going to be asking you, right? A lot of the prompts are going to be like, what did you do, spe- uh, you know, during online, during online, uh, like online learning, right? What did you do during quarantine? What did you do during COVID? What did you do that was relevant and important to the community? Because that's what colleges are going to be looking for, right? Yeah, and people will definitely feel a little pressured, um, I must admit. Um, so just find something that really moved you during this time. Um, there was something, um, you guys might not believe it, but there was something, just look a little, uh, look a little deep, uh, in yourself, um, and you will find it for sure. So. Oh yeah. You're always on the cusp of finding something that you love. It's just a matter of time, right? No one on this planet can ever go their whole life without finding something they thoroughly enjoy. It's just natural and all humans will experience it, whether you feel it 
I mean, even like in a in middle school environment or even in college, it right. doesn't matter. So it could be an activity you love or just uh, something you've been continuing. Um, and so maybe something you started like this podcast. I mean, there's many, there's practically endless opportunities of things to talk about in college essays. So and, I wish you all yeah. the best of luck to those people who are writing this, this yeah. summer. Arjun, it's just been an honor just talking to you. Thank you for giving us so much information and advice. I'm sure those who do get the chance to listen will be um, very grateful for the things you shared with us today yeah okay Arjun uh yeah thank you for coming today we're I think all our guests were able to learn more about time management as a whole as well as just honestly general life tips uh for you know staying successful and you know staying on the right path thank you everyone for tuning in for today's episode time management in online education featuring special guest Arjun Marwaha We hope you all were able to take away a little more about how important it is to manage your time, especially in our current situation. See you guys next time.